Hey guys, what's going on? And welcome to this week's episode of the podcast in my head. The podcast where you, yes, you there, get to listen to the podcast that's rattling around in my head. I'm your host, Jonah D. And before we dive into today's list of exciting topics, I have one thing to ask. And that is, have you done your daily dose of breathing? Because if you haven't, that's okay. I'm here to do it with you. So what we're going to do is we're going to breathe in through our nose and breathe out through our mouths. It's real simple. And we're going to do it one more time. We're going to double tap it, okay? So we're going to inhale. And exhale. Ah, much better. So, what have you guys been up to in the last couple of weeks? I personally have been spending entirely too much time on social media and cleaning up behind my cat, oddly enough. Yes, my first tale of the day is about my cat, little Oliver. Zelita of Zevike. So it all started when my lady and I were in the room playing Mortal Kombat uh, 11, to be specific. Which, by the way, have you guys played Mortal Kombat, like, recently? Okay, I know most of us used to play it back in the arcade days. Personally, I didn't. I wasn't around, but my grandmother was a big fan of the arcade Mortal Kombat games. And then I started with, well, shit, which one did I start with? Armageddon? No, not even Armageddon. I started with, uh, what was the one on the PSP? They made one on the PSP that was, it was Armageddon, but it was on the portable. And I started with that, and then I got, like, Deception. I never played Deadly Alliance or any ones on the older consoles, just because I wasn't around then. But I don't know if you guys have, like, realized this, but they completely redid Mortal Kombat. And by completely, I mean they really uh, revamped up the story. They've done a lot more uh, development, personality-wise, with the characters. It's very, very interesting. Starting with Nine, it's, it's like a trilogy right now, okay? It's fucking immaculate. But anyway, we were playing, and we hear this noise out in the living room. You know, just generic cat getting into shit noises, like any other damn animal does, or kid, or I guess person, creature, living creature, right? So usually we just ignore it, but for some reason, it just sounded different. You know what I mean? Where, like, you hear him, and you're like, oh, he must be messing with the, I don't know, stack of plastic bags I keep over there, or, you know, this time he's jumping up on the table and smacking shit off. But this sound just sounded different. So I said, let me go out there and actually see what he's doing. So, of course, he's over in his usual area where he likes to go and fuck with shit, which is anywhere that I put anything. And he starts coming towards me. And he's coming towards me, and he's got something in his mouth. And uh, I'm looking. I can't really make out what it is. And then I go, you know what? How about you see what he has, Kate? Uh, Because he starts going towards her, right? At least that's what I told her. I told her I couldn't. Oh, I can't see what that is. See what he has. Thankfully, he started going towards her because he was carrying a whole ass mouse in his mouth. So (laughs) we realize it. And there's a good, I'm not going to lie, guys. We had a good 30 seconds to as much as a full minute of us going, oh, shit. Oh, shit. What do we do? What do we do? What do we do? My problem, guys, I'm going to out myself here as a bit of a coward, okay? My deal, guys, is I can't deal with rodents, okay? Something about them, it just, every part of my skin crawls, every cell in my body says, get this the hell away from me. So I don't deal with rodents well. My girl deals with that. I know. Go ahead. Go ahead and laugh at me. It's funny. It actually is funny, okay? But I own it. All right. You can't shame me. Okay. I'm owning this. All right. Like white people saying nigger back in the day. Okay. All right. We've taken it and we've owned it. Okay. But anyway, but even if they're dead, okay, even if they're dead, I just, I can't deal with them. I think some part of my brain, and I think other people have this too, because I've talked about it and I seem less psycho for it, is that they feel like, okay, so it's dead, right? 
But then as soon as I go near it or as soon as I go to do something to it, you know, pick it up and throw it away or whatever, it's going to suddenly have this burst of life or it's going to stop pretending to be dead. And then I get fucking rabies or botulism or whatever the hell other 38,000 diseases mice have. So uh, we're freaking out, having no idea what to do. And this cat, let me tell you guys. This cat is absolutely terrified of me. He loves me. He, he for sure loves me. But this cat respects me, and he shows it in his fear. It, we don't let him up on the bed. And, <clears throat> excuse me, we don't let him up on the bed. And if he's doing that or doing anything that he's not supposed to be doing, if my girl goes and says something to him, she stamps her feet, snaps her fingers, claps her hands, yells at him, whatever, he just looks at her, looks at her like she's stupid. Like, you ever have that one coworker? who y'all can never get to actually do their job. And whenever the manager does say something, they kind of give that over-the-shoulder look. Yeah, that's what he does whenever she tells him to stop doing literally whatever it is that he's doing that's wrong. Now, me, on the other hand, he could be doing something totally normal. He could be just uh, sniffing like a bag that we got from the store. And all I have to do is move like I'm getting up, not even looking at him, and he runs off, okay? So just to give you an idea of how I strike fear into this creature's heart and it's not even because i hit him it's not i think it's because of my size or maybe he just knows who's in charge he knows who putting the kibble in his bowl right so anyway he has it in his mouth that he's going towards us we're freaking out i know what to do so we're telling him well we wanted him to put well we're not telling him i guess but we're saying like we want him to put it down Right. But we don't want him to put it down if it's still alive because we don't want it to run off somewhere. But we also don't want him making a mess. He's just carrying this around the kitchen, just chilling around with it. So we're yelling all over. Put it down. I'm yelling. Put it down. Put it down now. Put it down. This dude is just looking at me, giving me that same blank stare like you ever. Have you guys seen that video of that dude going going in the store, that like country guy going in the store? And going up to random dudes and saying, hey, me that dead boy. And <laughs> that's how the way that those guys looked at him when he says that is the way that Oliver was looking at me. Kind of felt a little hurt. Not going to lie. So <laughs> after a good minute of us telling him to put it down, he finally puts it down. But then he starts smacking it around. Well... I finally grab the cat, separate him from his newfound toy, and my girl takes it, puts it in, you know, the little broom pan, tosses it outside, okay? Now, on the one hand, I'm really, really glad that he was as persistent as he was in getting that mouse. Uh, I'm sure that it's because they were doing work on the unit next to me and they were just scaring them all over here because I haven't seen one or even traces of one in about a year. But, you know, as nice as it is that he stayed consistent, you know, that little fucker better start listening. The disrespect, the disrespect that I get in this house, you know, I go and I work these long hours and all I expect is absolute obedience from my pet and my woman. But instead, all I get is attitude, talk back, and just disrespect all around. It's like, what do I go and work my minimum wage job for? Why am I providing the bare bread and peanut butter, okay? Why do I provide these things when there isn't even a sandwich made for me when I walk through the door, okay? This is bullshit, all right? It's, uh, couldn't even, <laughs> couldn't even do that with a straight face. But, you know, at least it's nice to know that we have a cat that'll do that. Because, again, we've never had him encounter a mouse before that we knew of, even though we figured that was where he kept getting worms and fleas from because we're giving him the medications and we're taking him to the doctors and he just keeps getting them. Maybe that's how it is. Fucking animals. So, anyway, Jesus Christ, eight minutes. Eight minutes wasted on that. That isn't even what I wanted to talk about today. I wasn't even going to mention anything about my cat, and then it kind of just popped into the old noggin there. But another thing that I want to tell you guys about is I wanted to start filling in some of the gaps of what it was that I was doing, some of the things I did, you know, during the sound that I was off, besides the mountain of uh, TikToks that I have made. Did I mention, just a quick plug-in for my account right here, that not only have I passed the 1,000 follower mark, but I've hit 
past the 10K like mark as well. I want to really shout out the people that have helped make that possible. I know it's not uh, most of you on here. I have a couple of you I have seen uh, on my TikTok, but most of y'all aren't on over there, and that's okay. It's at DurBB in case you missed it, D-U-R-B-E-E-D-U-R-B-E-E, DurBB. There's two Bs, okay? B-E-E twice, all right? Um, I totally lost what I was saying. Oh, yeah, some of the other things that I was doing. So one of the things that I did on the, like, four months that I wasn't talking to you guys was Chase Atlantic. I went to another Chase Atlantic concert. This time they were in Philadelphia. I took my girlfriend this time. So it would be my second time seeing them, her first time seeing them. And I got to say, guys, you know, as much as I uh, enjoyed the first time going to go see Chase Atlantic, seeing them for the second time blew me out of the water just as heavy as the first time that I saw them. An absolutely wonderful show. Um, And I just, uh, I can't wait until they're nearby again because I could totally see myself going and seeing them again. It's just, I fucking love it. The drummer is, uh, as always, immaculate. I couldn't keep my eyes off of him. Um, Just awesome if you guys ever get a chance to go and see them i describe them as if the weekend was in a band in high school that's kind of what chase atlantic sounds like okay so uh the last time that i went and saw them the first time you know i talked to you guys about it i said i felt like i was at a middle school concert and similarly to the um talent of the drummer this did not wane in the slightest at this second concert, all right? Besides me, at my old age of 28, and my girlfriend, who is 26, I'm sure that the oldest person at that concert, besides Chase Atlantic, was 17 years old, okay? And it's really crazy, because if there was... If it wasn't confirmed for me that I was an old man at a young people's show, it was that night, okay? So I see all of these kids, and that's what I'm going to call them. All, I see all these kids walking around, okay, with their alcoholic beverages, right? They got a little mini, uh, little bar at the venue, even though nobody there looks like they're old enough to drink. Um, but <laughs> if I ever thought that I was an old man, the fact I saw people walking around like alcoholic beverages that I later learned out, uh, Jesus Christ, that I later found out, after the concert was over and my girl had to tell me, there was actually cans of water. It was just cans of, like, fancy, possibly sparkling water. But it wasn't alcohol. Could have swore that it was. It looked like alcohol. Whatever, right? Um, it was nice. You know, the one of the cool things about being the oldest person is that it's nice being, like, two feet taller than everybody because the first time that I went, I had some lady that had her phone up recorded right in front of my face. And I just put my hand in front of her camera and said, excuse me, I can't see because I don't believe in being polite to people like concerts. You give motherfuckers an inch and they'll take a mile, right? They'll just fucking ignore you, walk all over you. So you got to be a real prick when you go to these things, right? So it was really nice being two feet tall and like everybody there. I was able to see just fine. My girl was able to see just fine. Uh, we, of course, stood way in the back. And even back there, it was pretty damn crowded. So really nice to see that they were packed out like that. Or maybe they should have got a slightly larger venue. But hey, that's that's is what it is. It was at the Fillmore. It was at the Fillmore there. So I mean, honestly, it's, it's a good size venue, okay? Um, so... <laughs> the first thing that we noticed when we were getting there, so it's like a three-hour drive from where I live to get to Philadelphia where the concert was held, okay? And um, I have no idea why I made that point, okay? <laughs> I have no idea whatsoever. Geez, I haven't even, like, smoked yet for the day, and I'm already stumbling over myself. Okay, so... It's really interesting. You know, the last time that I went, I told you guys uh, about I felt like an old man and how I felt like I was around a bunch of kids. And, you know, I have this this working theory because when we got there to the concert, okay, you know me, or just, I guess, men in general, my eyes were everywhere, especially with the party crowd that was there, okay? 
because that's really the kind of people that are into Chase Atlantic. Again, if you listen to their music, you can kind of understand the kind of people that are into it. All right. And I have this working theory on the attractiveness of freshmen and follow me on this. Okay. So we get there. And like I said, I really felt like I was around a bunch of kids, but they were, of course, they were, of course, some matured looking at least women that were there, just a couple, just a handful. And my theory or my continuous working theory on uh, freshmen is that you have whatever year you are in the, at least the women, I can't speak on the men, alternate between looking their age and not looking their age. And when I say not looking their age, I mean, oh, you're like 17 or 18, but you look like you're 14. Or even the opposite, you're 14, but uh, you look like you're 17 or 18, okay? And usually it doesn't go in the better realm. The better realm would be... uh, There really is no better realm now, is there? Now that I'm thinking about it, there really is no better realm. Because if you're older but you look younger, then that's creepy because you want someone that looks younger. At least women don't tell you you're creepy. And if they're younger but they look older, then that's creepy too because then you're saying, well, you know, this, like, 12-year-old is okay because she looks like she's 18. And that's not right either. But my point is, like, when you're, like, a guy going through school, and this is what I noticed, is that they would be – uh, just a year younger than me, but would look like they were five years younger than me, right? So that so I graduated 2012, right? So the 2013 class, because my class was uh, the immature group, the class that was right under us, matured group. When I was a sophomore in high school, the freshmen that were coming in looked like the seniors. Then when I was a junior coming in, the freshmen coming in uh, looked like kids again. They They, they looked like babies. And then my senior year, they looked like they were on my, they were in my grade. Okay, I never dated a freshman or in uh, high school. I think, let me see. When I was a junior, I think I dated a sophomore, or maybe I was a senior and dated a junior. Anyway, anyway, Jesus Christ, guys, all over the point. The podcast in my head, right? <laughs> but I was seeing that in real time at this concert. I was seeing. The the girls that were, ah, those were the ones that were a year younger than me. And then those are the ones that were two years younger than me. There was no consistency. I couldn't tell if I was looking at an 18-year-old, 12-year-old lookalike or a 12-year-old, 18-year-old lookalike. It was crazy. So I decided, you know what? How about I just keep my eyes to my fucking self, especially, you know, since my lady is right here next to me. And I'll be honest, there was only maybe, in all seriousness, three uh, women at that venue that actually caught my attention. All the rest of them, they really did just look like kids. In fact, their parents, their parents that were coming there with them, at least I'm assuming that they were some sort of parent, uh, they looked like we were closer in age, okay, than I was to the people that were actually at the venue. Jesus Christ, that was a train wreck to try to stumble out. So, the first act was this guy, I'm totally blanking on his name, I apologize, but he sounds like Chase Atlantic's lead singer uh, without the rest of the group, okay? Not really all that spectacular, it sounded pretty generic, but whatever. Clearly, I'm not the demographic that that dude's trying to appeal to. The chick seemed to like him, right? So he was okay. When we came in, he was like in the middle of uh, the set. And uh, like I said, not bad. Just nothing really interesting to keep me in. Fairly generic sounding, if I say so myself, okay? Um, the second act comes out, and my first thought is how... She looks just like these kids that are in the crowd next to me, okay? So I'm thinking, all right, I wonder what she's going to do, okay? Then I notice how this girl looks. And if you've ever watched a Law & Order, you know the first, like, five minutes of a Law & Order episode? Yeah, she came out, and my first thought was how she would look like those women you'd meet in those first five minutes where she's like one of those, everything's going to be awesome. I can't wait to go to this party. Everything is going to be so amazing. And then, you know, it cuts to later on and you see her with the makeup running and, you know, she's clearly been through an ordeal. That's what this girl looked like. Not the after, but the before part, the 
optimistic part. Okay. First off, um, like she was cute and all. I mean, it was cute. Like, like she was really pretty and all. But I'm thinking she, this girl cannot be any older than 16. And then it really starts to set into me of like uh, the constant reminders of me being an old man. That 28 makes me an old man now. Uh, because I'm thinking, because I'm listening to her and her songs, like she sounds like Taylor Swift mixed with Avril Lavigne, right? Where every song is about a guy being shitty. And I know this because before every song that this uh, woman did, she would say something to the effect of, so this is for the girls crying over some boy who's not even hot. Okay. Oh, God, even trying to do that, <coughs> it's killing me. And I had to step away from there. I was dying. But, yeah, like, she would start every song with, like, this is for all the girls out there that are crying over some guy who's not even hot. Like, that was one. And then she did maybe, like, four or five songs, like, three that I can recall, maybe four or five. And, like, that was how one started. Another one, like, she would preface it with, okay, so if you've ever had a guy who you really wanted to talk to, but he wasn't interested in you because he wanted your friend. These are for those guys. And it was just, oh, it was painful. It was painful to listen to. And then, because, you know, I'm trying to be respectful, but I am also starting to notice that all in this crowd, right, there's a lot of people who have their phones out. Not a big deal. That's what kids do. Not a lot of people are paying attention. Not surprising. A lot of kids don't. But their their phones are out and they're up in the air. They're holding them up. And they're not recording because the screens are facing, like, the crowd, of course. So you can see what's going on. So I can see what they're doing. A lot of them have, like, names on their phone. And I'm assuming that that is because they're meeting up with somebody and it's just like, a, hey, look for the Ashley. I'm holding it up in the air, right? Um. But then there are people that are holding their phones up and they're playing that game that looks like Temple Run, but it's with uh, some sort of like felon and a cop. You see it in the backgrounds of like all those Reddit videos, that little like cops and robbers chasing game. They're either playing that or they're putting just like messages on their phone to, sh- you know, to tell the crowd. Like you see on like wrestling and they'll hold up a sign that says like the guy behind me can't see. Yeah, like they're holding up shit like that. Like they're holding one up. And, you know, saying just like with random, with random words, shit like cranberries, (laughs) right? It makes no sense to me. Or they're saying stuff like, I want to go home. And I'm sitting there thinking, oh, is this some new like kids thing? Is this some new thing to do at concerts? Like you just, you play the games on your phone, like. Is that supposed to mean something? And again, I'm really feeling like that old man of like, oh my God. Like, And at this point, I'm starting to sweat and I'm starting to get heart palpitations because it's, you know, I'm trying to be in denial about it. Oh, I'm, you know, I'm not old. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm just 28. I mean, I was only 18, 10 years ago. Like, it's not even, <laughs> but by this point, I'm starting to, ooh, I, I, uh, is that my, is that my AARP card forming on my wallet? <laughs> <laughs> and you know uh so well that's that we finally get through that she did have one song that was like kind of cool one song was really weird sounding it was a ripoff of of another song i don't like when people take is already established songs especially not like nursery rhymes and shit like that and they want to remix them there's an entire dude i'll have to uh, find what his name is and share some of his stuff because it's fucking hilarious. There is this black guy on TikTok who his page is rappers taking songs that don't need to be remixed and like remixing them or just putting like or rapping over the music. It's fucking hilarious. And it's always started off with like a come on man, there's no need for us to mess with this one. It's a classic and then it'll be a dude with a uh with a ski mask on a hubby like Nah, man, nah, they need this heat. And then you'll hear, you'll hear something like the fucking, I don't know, Blues Clues theme song. And then he just starts rapping over, you know, the squat. It's just fucking hilarious. It's fucking hilarious. But uh, I've never been a big fan of that. They're generally never good. Like, I don't like, um, what is that song called? Uh, 
Panic at the Discos, Don't Threaten Me with a Good Time. I don't like that song. I don't like that song. I like Rock Lobster. I would rather just hear Rock Lobster. And the first like five times that I heard Don't Threaten Me with a Good Time, I thought that it was Rock Lobster. Okay. <clears throat> I mean, Fall Out Boy does it too, but Fall Out Boy is significantly more talented than Panic at the Disco. So that's something else. Anyway, right? Chase Atlantic comes out. The crowd is going wild. Uh, I thought it was amazing that they uh, were, they stopped the show a couple of times because people were hot and passing out and getting crushed up and stuff. Uh, everybody's trying to do better than Travis Scott, which I guess can't be too, too hard, right? But let's see, let's see, let's see. Looking at my notes here, losing myself. The, so, hmm. Yeah, they, they paused it about a good five times, I have here. They paused it about five times. Yeah, they paused the show about five times to say, hey, we need some water. Hey, we need somebody to, uh, you know, check on this guy. Hey, we need y'all to back up some because y'all crushing people. Hey, we need y'all to be more mindful and courteous. Like, like they were really on top of their shit. So I really appreciate the hell out of that. Um, you know, it was pretty warm in there, especially with everybody jumping around and such. So that was really good. I mean, even but even all the way in the back, because that's the normal safe spot, especially for us fatties. But there were a couple times people were all up on me, even in the back. It, it was really, really popping off. And I mean, it, it it's it's a very dangerous situation, you know, for a black man in America, as you know. All right, you got all these women, mainly white women, ready uh, going out the party with their drinks. They all dancing around and jumping up. It's only a, a matter of time, right? So there was this one woman. Sorry, I'm like leaning over here, even though the mic is on the other side. Uh, let me bring guys over here. There we are. <coughs> I mean, there was one woman. I am convinced that this woman was actively dancing on me, like on purpose. I mean, all that I had to do to get an entire handful of this woman's ass was literally close my hand and my arms were at my sides. Okay. Which I, I would have been that about, but I'm not trying to get caught up doing something with some minor. Sorry, not my deal. Okay. Um, after the show, uh, me, I mean, me and Kate were talking about it because I thought I was crazy, you know, because anytime that a woman shows attention or affection or anything sort of like that to a guy, we have one of two thoughts. You're either the ego guy who's like, well, yeah, I mean, of course, of course she would want me. She definitely wanted me. And then you have the guys like me that are like, nah, that was definitely an accident where like a woman could outright come up to me. I'll give you guys a great example. I was walking with Kate yesterday at the mall, and we walked past his family. Me and Kate were laughing about the asshole. I, you know what? I'll, I'll tell the whole story, that part of the story, uh, another time. But we're talking about this asshole, and we're just, like, making jokes about it. And I'm laughing, and this lady says, he has an amazing laugh. And then... I heard that they were like a few feet in front of me and then they walked past me and she's like, you have an amazing laugh. And I had to look, I looked around because I thought, Oh, she must've been talking to some guy. Like she must've been talking to Kate. She wasn't talking to Kate. She wasn't talking to some guy behind me. She was fucking talking to me. Couldn't believe it. That's how guys generally take positive interactions with women, no matter how obvious y'all make them. Okay. You could engrave it into my arm with a razor blade, and I would still say, ah, oh, oh, she grabbed my arm thinking that it was somebody else, right? So I'm thinking I'm crazy. Nah, this girl wasn't dancing on me. Nah, this girl wasn't. No, 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 no. And Kate's like, nah, she was definitely dancing on you. Like, she was. De she definitely wanted some. <laughs> okay, uh, all right. Um, But at that point, I couldn't even focus because halfway through the show, right, my the, the amount of rings that I have we're starting to catch up with me. I was tired as hell halfway through the concert, not going to lie, guys. Like, Chase Atlantic was maybe three songs in, and I was ready to go home. I was warm. I was hot. Uh, I was surrounded by people uh, I tried to stay away from, and it was just a bit much, okay? So, interestingly enough, like, when we go and we're pulling into the venue... We're going, we're trying to find a spot, and they have, it's like the parking lot for this venue 
is just a spot under a bridge. Like, they normally reserve those places for homeless people to sleep. And they said, nah, we're going to fence this off and make it a parking lot. So we're trying to go in. And the first thing that we do as we go and park is my girlfriend hits somebody. She's parking and she hits somebody on the passenger side, right? So (laughs) before I can even say anything out of my mouth, my girlfriend immediately goes, why didn't you say anything? And I'm thinking, what the hell? What do you mean? Why didn't I say anything? what how is this my fault because here's the deal here's the deal ladies and y'all will never admit this but that's okay i'll tell men for you all right y'all ladies what y'all love to do especially when it comes to your driving is y'all will hit something y'all hit a curb y'all will hit whatever and just go oops whoops and act like it never happened but if the guy was there and y'all will then say, well, why didn't you say anything? Why didn't you let me know that I was getting ready to hit that? But here's the catch 22, guys. If you do tell them, hey, you're getting ready to hit that. Hey, you're about to do something here. They're then going to say, I know what I'm doing. I don't need you to tell me what I, how to drive. I don't need a backseat driver. So there's no way to win. And thankfully, she, like, afterwards, a few minutes later, was like, you know what? You're right. That wasn't even on you. It was just my first thing. And it's okay. It's okay. I know a lot of women's first instinct is to find the nearest man and blame him for all their problems. So it's not surprising, but it just gave me a little bit of a chuckle. Now to touch on some real world drama that's going on, I was debating talking about the uh, Adam Levine cheating on his wife thing. Quite frankly, I don't care. It's not really interesting. And are you really surprised that a guy who looks like that is going to cheat on his pregnant wife? Do you really think so? Ladies, it just goes to show that y'all have a type. A piece of shit is what that type is. Okay, cool. Moving on from there on some social media drama. Uh, So we've had a few content creators uh, these last few months try to call out a certain uh, feminist TikToker. I'm going to call her a feminist, even though I'm not even sure that that's what she is. Um, I think that she's just a man hater. But they have been trying to call her out, and by call her out, I mean respectfully point to how to what she's doing is wrong, how it's not okay to uh, put fat and bald people in the same category as misogynists, and she doesn't care, and that's fine. She doesn't have to care, right? That's cool. But the only thing that confuses me more about her saying is like the responses to her okay so the most recent guy is this tiktoker um i thought it was a gay white guy he's actually like native american and he's bisexual whatever but the point is that he was saying it's not really right for you to be calling out minors or just like really young people um for some it was apparently uh, sexist or it was fat phobic or some sort of homophobic, some sort of phobic something, right? Things that they said, and she immediately went to talking shit about how they looked. It's okay. It is what it is. And that did not end up going too well for him, as you can imagine what happened when you try to say anything non-positive about women on the internet. That kind of just is how it is, Right. But I don't really understand the response to her that dudes are given. And I think that it shows that dudes don't think a whole lot, okay? So this woman's this whole shtick is to take a guy, say something like, uh, for example, you know, if my wife, after she has a baby, doesn't get herself back together, you know, her body, if she doesn't get her body back together in like a month, I'm just going to leave, all right? And then she'll stitch that. And she'll call him fat, she'll call him bald, she'll call him all sorts of other fifth grade insults you can think of to, you know, call somebody, right? And then you have dudes that are making videos all over TikTok talking about how horrible that is, how it's just as bad as when uh, men are misogynist and yada, 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 okay? And what I have to say about that, guys, is y'all really must not be listening to anything that it is that she's saying if that's what you're taking from it, okay? Because if you go on to one of her videos and go into her comment sections or any of the guys that uh, try to critique her, 
her sentiment and the sentiment of her followers is that all that she is doing is returning the same toxic energy back to men that men have been throwing on to women for millennia. Okay. And I want you to really think about that. Okay. After thousands and thousands of years of all the rapes, beatings, and murders that have happened to women, the result of that, the culmination of that, is you have one woman who is getting on social media, making like hurting men's feelings, because that's all she's doing, hurting men's feelings. Um, and... Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just, it's just like even trying to talk about her without laughing is difficult. Okay, but she herself says all she's doing is hurting men's feelings. Yeah, that's all she's doing, dudes. That's really all that she's doing. And you know what? She ain't hurting my feelings. She ain't hurt my feelings because I look at it and it's funny. Well, you really think about that. That's your response. That's your response to all the violence against women. Is you want to get in and go? <laughs> You're all fat and bald. <laughs> like that's really that's what you have to show for it. That's all that you can do because they say the same thing. Well, we're tired of being nice about it. So since we're not being nice about it, we're giving them a taste of their own medicine. Are you really? Are you really giving them a taste of their own medicine? Please tell me a bully that had that got punched in his mouth and then all of a sudden wasn't a bully anymore. But you know, the thing is, that's not even a fair comparison because they're not actually punching the bully in the mouth. I mean, I'm going to say this again for the third time right now. Really think about that, guys. What she is saying is that her sitting there and calling men fat and bald is returning the same energy of men murdering, raping, and assaulting women. Really, that is what she is saying. That it's okay to do that because it's just it's just the uh, it's just her giving back the same energy. You know that what what would actually be the same energy, ladies, is if you were to go out and start putting your hands on men the way that men are out here putting their hands on women. But see, here's the thing. Here's the kicker with that. And here's what I think a lot of dudes are failing to understand is that these women are terrified. That is the reason why they are throwing their stones from their back porch, okay? Because they're terrified. That woman would never on the streets say those things to your face. She would never say them. Why? Because she is a coward. All she can do is say what she says from behind her screen. That's all she has. And if that is who they're going to stand behind, if that's who uh, those women want to stand behind, then let them, okay? If she wants to sit there and laugh like the jockey from Left 4 Dead, then that's on her. Let her do it. It doesn't mean anything. She says to herself, she says to herself, well, I'm not doing anything. All I'm doing is hurting some feelings. Yeah, she's not doing anything. She's not doing anything. <laughs> and it's the same people. It's the same people who will say that cyberbullying isn't real. Just close your screen. That are the same ones that are mad about what it is that she's saying. You know, it's really easy to just hit not interested and move on with your life. It's, it's really not hard, guys. You know, I don't, do I like what it is that she said? No, I don't find it interesting, but it's also not for me. It's not my demographic. It's, it, I'm not the target audience. So I let them, you know, let them as if I have a choice in the matter. But, you know, I let them have what, whatever the fuck they want. If that's what they need to, to, to cope, that's okay. Because besides all the molding and seething, that's all that they're doing. <laughs> and I'll be honest. Think about it this way, guys. Here's another here's another angle to look at it at. Let me ask you this. Have you ever in your life, and if you have, please feel free to tell me. You can go on TikTok and comment it on my video because I asked there too. Or you can go to the official Facebook page for the podcast in my head titled as such, and you can tell me on there. But tell me about a time that you met a woman this amazing woman, she checked all the boxes that she had. She was smart. She was funny. She, you know, he had the same interest and in, in all this. She was an amazing woman. Everything was going great. She liked you and all that. And then all of a sudden, uh, this TikToker comes along, right? Or any of them come along and just completely fuck it all up. Where Have you ever, have you truly ever had a woman say oh i'm interested in you let's be together and then you were together <clears throat> excuse me and then that type of um rhetoric started coming out 
And that woman said, you know what? Actually, I'm going to do that instead. That one just sounds so much better. It's never happened, guys. It hasn't happened. If anything, all that that woman is doing is gathering up all the red flags in one spot so you know exactly which women to stay away from. It's not like the women that are agreeing with her or the women that are spewing her same rhetoric and supporting her are any kind of woman that you would want anything to do with anyway. It's not complicated. It's really not complicated. It's the same way that I feel about the Andrew Tate fans. Like, and even that's different. Even that's different because I would say, okay, yeah, if a guy, if a guy is going to take what the, something that Andrew Tate does or something that he says and he uses that against women, I mean, I guess I can see how that causes some harm. I guess, but you got to go a few steps. It is for sure reachy, but it's definitely not going to hurt you to have some woman on the internet making fun of men. It's not that fucking deep, dude. (laughs) Okay? Come on, touch grass. So today's edition of Am I the Asshole is going to go a little bit differently, all right? It's not going to always come from a Reddit post. It's going to just come from somewhere. And we get to talk about if somebody is an asshole or not. So for those of you who are new, that is what it is, okay? So this comes in the form of a TikTok, and it is a picture, actually. It's on Twitter. And it is a picture, it is a woman who is going through labor. There's a nurse doing something on a computer screen. And and the the POV is from a guy. He's eating a pizza. And the caption says, God, this takes so long. Something, something, ordering a pizza, right? And it blew up, absolutely blew up on Twitter, on TikTok. And people are having, I would say, a 70-30 reaction, okay? And the 70, maybe even as much as 80, are saying, I would divorce him so fast, I would have thrown that pizza across the room, I would have done this, I would have done that. All of these uh, not nice things that they would have done if their man, I'm going to assume husband, was in the delivery room with them while they're in labor, eating pizza, okay? Now, I am going to preface this with if they were there for like an hour, I could totally see why it would make more sense for him to wait. Like, you can't just wait. Like, that's the hard part there, okay? She could have she could have the baby and then you can get something to eat, all right? But I've been to the hospital more than once when a woman is in labor, including my own mother. And you can, I've spent as much as 12 hours, or many, as many as 12 hours in the hospital. Okay, with a woman that was in labor. Why, how do you expect somebody to go that long without having something to eat? Just, just the eating in general. All right, because I'm going to hit this from a couple different angles. Just from eating in general, how could you expect somebody to go that long without eating something? Right? Again, we don't know how long he was there for. Secondly, what does it make any sense to me is. <laughs> And this is going to be the guy and me talking, right? She's the one that's in labor, not him. Now, from what I understand while you're in labor, and it's kind of obvious, you can't eat while you're in labor. And that sucks. But it's not like she could eat and he denied her. Oh, no, no. I don't want you eating my pizza. I don't want you doing that. You guys do understand that. Oh, boy, I'm just jumping all over the place. Uh, what was the last thing I said? I said uh, she could not eat. Yeah, so what did y'all want him to do? What exactly, like, okay. Again, under the assumption, let's just say that he was there for six hours. Let's just say that it was six, okay? A good middle ground, right? Feel free to tell me how long uh, you were in labor for with her, with uh, kids that you had. Jesus Christ, with kids you had. He's why I don't do podcasts first thing in the morning. I do it after I do a walk and shit because my brain and stuttering is out of control. Um, let's say that he was there for six hours. Why would it make sense for him to sit there and be hungry for no reason? There's no reason for him to sit there and be hungry. She can't eat. He's eating next to her. So if he had left, and this is just me, if my wife was in labor or just in the hospital room, whatever, no matter what stage she was in, I would want to be next to her. I would want to be right there while she's going through what she's doing. And I asked Kate, I really should have had her on here when she was here. 
and we could have talked about it because we had a nice little interesting talk about it. I asked her, okay, so you being her, like she would not want me to be hungry. Like she was straight up not, okay? She would say like, no, like you go ahead and eat. Maybe not while she's in labor, but of sound mind, normal mind, she would say no. Like why would you sit there and be hungry for no reason? Go and eat, okay? But she would not want me to leave. She would rather have me next to her, okay? Like those guys who bring their 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 game consoles into the delivery room, I'm not bringing a game console to the delivery room. That's just not going to happen, okay? But my girlfriend is also a gamer. If there was some way, hell, I play games on my phone. She would not care if while we were in the room, I'm playing games on my phone because I'm there next to her, and that's where I need to be. There's no way in hell that I'm going to walk out of the room to eat unless, of course, you want me to leave the room to eat, but I just don't think, and this is just me, tell me that I'm wrong, I don't think that the majority of women would prefer their man not be there to leave so he could go eat something. Like, really, what is it, guys, that is the big issue with this, okay? Is it the fact that he's eating at all while she is in labor? Is it the fact that he is eating next to her while she is in labor? Or is it the fact that he is eating pizza while next to her? Like, if he had had a sandwich, okay? If he had had a sandwich, would it have mattered? Like, is it because it's pizza specifically? I would really love to know exactly what the issue is with him, like, with him doing that. And me personally, if I were to, for example, take my girl to a restaurant, right? Or just we go out to eat, right? If we order our food, we're waiting for the food, and I decide to go use the bathroom, maybe I'm not feeling well, and for whatever reason, I decide to get up and go to the bathroom, or hell, I, I decide to go to the car and get some Advil or Pepto-Bismol or whatever. If our food were to show up while I'm gone, I would want my girlfriend to eat while I am, to start eating. Why would I want you to sit there and wait for me to come back just to eat your food? That doesn't make any sense to me. And I think, I could be wrong on this, I think that this might be one of those things that is um, a woman thing. I think that this is a, a woman thing because I don't see a man w saying, why would you eat ahead of me? Why didn't you wait for me? I don't see it. And if a man were to, if I were to uh, come back from the bathroom and she started eating and I made a video or took a picture and said, wow, she really ate her food while I was in the bathroom. She's almost done. They would be telling me, well, why would you want her to eat if the, like, why wouldn't you want her to eat if her food is in front of her? Maybe you should have hurried up. Maybe you shouldn't have been in the bathroom. But no matter how they would have sliced it, it would have been turned around of why it's perfectly fine for uh, the woman to eat her food while the man is away. In fact, I would go as far as to say that if a woman were that if that same situation were to happen flipped, if a woman were to come back and take a picture and say, "Wow, look at this guy. He couldn't even wait for me to come back and finish eating." The sentiment would still be, "Wow, he couldn't wait for you. He couldn't even he couldn't even restrain himself for a few minutes to wait until you came back." It's just fucking ridiculous. Like it, it's a loss for a guy. You know, one of the first videos that I made on TikTok, and I talked about it here on the podcast, was how that guy got a vasectomy. In the video, like, they're coming back from the vasectomy, and you see them both coming up the stairs, the, the husband and the wife, and he's having pain walking. He's having difficulty walking, as you can imagine what happened if you had an operation on your fucking balls. And she's laughing at him. She's looking at him, and she's laughing at him. And the women in the comment section are laughing at him. Do you think that if a man was to laugh at a woman, like, like, let's just say, say you had a hysterectomy, okay, and you're coming home, do you think, or you had your tubes tied, do you think that if a man was to laugh and go, ha she's in pain, look at her, do you think that any woman out there would find that shit to be funny? No, <laughs> not at all. But God forbid, God forbid a guy take a picture of his wife having labor and he eating some pizza and all of a sudden, He's public enemy number one because believe me when I say those women in, in that comment section and great and there's guys too. So I'm really feeling that I'm missing something here. Are going? Oh my god, that man is so horrible! How dare he eat next to you while you're having his child? All of a sudden, it's his child too, which is another funny thing. 
Like all of a sudden it's his child. You ever notice? You ever notice that whenever it's a negative, that all of a sudden it's his child, but whenever it's a positive, it's my body and it's my choice and it's my child and it's my all this and this and my and my. That's just me, guys. But I mean, it is what it is, right? So do you guys think he's the asshole? Because I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no on this. And let's see. 29, 39. Oh, we're almost like 40 minutes, guys. This is awesome. Was there anything else that I wanted to talk about today? I don't know. It's just, I know. It's it's not some full anti-feminist rant. It's not. Because really, (laughs) making fun of feminism isn't even fun anymore. I'll be completely honest with you guys. It's not even funny anymore. It's just sad. It's just sad. And if anything was to solidify how sad it is to, to make fun of women, it's the whole Roe v. Wade thing. Because I feel that once you've, I feel like Roe v. Wade helped point out the biggest inconsistencies and logic flaws that women have uh, and their high levels of entitlement. Uh, I think that, that Roe versus Wade has like really shown that level of hypocrisy. So at this point, like y'all have already seen about as bad as feminists can get. Like, y'all have seen it. And if you don't see it by now, you're not going to. So no, you're you're not going to be getting any full anti-feminist rants from me anymore because there's just no need for them. It's all there. It's all been said. Like what else? What else could you have to show or say about them that they haven't shown or said themselves to prove those same points? You know what I mean? So no, don't anticipate getting those anytime soon. Anyway, I think that's going to just about do it for me, guys. And I am going to, what did I say the reference for this was going to be? Oh, shit. TikTok. Woman laughing? Ah, damn. <laughs> I totally forgot. Now I'm going to have to find a, something else for the reference. Anyway, guys, I'm going to get out of here. It has been really, really fun talking to you and sharing our feelings and getting it all out there. Because, you know, it's just so therapeutic and it's so good for us. Anyway, try to get through the rest of your week without choking anybody.